Good morning, everybody. This is Jeff with the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's six questions in under nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. Caleb, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. In a few sentences, please tell us who you are and uh, what you do. Sure. So my name is Caleb. I uh, am originally from uh, San Francisco. Um, I'm the founder and CTO of a company called the Startups Group. Uh, we offer DevOps and infrastructure management services to clients, mostly startups, some enterprise as well, as a uh, flexible monthly subscription. Wonderful. What is the best thing about being a cyber professional during these very interesting times? I think one of the best things is the the flexibility um, with the push for remote work and all those kind of things. Um, you know, the cyber sort of field in general was impacted a lot less than than other fields because a lot of it was already remote. A lot of it was very well suited for being remote. Um, I also like the constant learning, the diversity of ideas, methods, approaches, um, and just the constant sort of daily challenge, the pace of change. Um, you know, those all are things that I enjoy. Daily challenge and pace of change. Couldn't have put it better. Um, which leads me into question number three. Uh, we've been hearing from other industry leaders that because, well, because of many things, but especially these days, because of the increase in remote work and how that's done, that cybersecurity is uh, becoming an even larger concern. Uh, what does that mean to you? Uh, yeah, so I think that's definitely true. Um, we've seen an uptick in the number of security incidents since the COVID situation and everything going on in the world with remote work and all those things. People's lives are increasingly being stored online. So not only do we see more security incidents due to that, but we see the severity of those incidents and the impact of them um, increasing as well. And I think organizational incentives are often aligned such that uh, security is neglected until it's too late. And then you have an incident or something and it's too late to really uh, mitigate it. So I think we'll be seeing a lot more emphasis in the future um, as the impact of security breaches is known on preventing security you know, incidents and things like that versus reacting to them uh, after they happen. Yeah, very, very, again, very well put. Uh, that we're, we're starting to see that already. I think where we're, we're moving that line in the sand to uh, not reactionary, but you know, what can we do preventatively in front of the moat, uh, you know, further out on the horizon than waiting till somebody's right in front of our door to quote unquote, handle it. Precisely, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. So question number four, what insights about increasing organizational agility with DevOps would you care to share with our community? Sure, so I talk to clients a lot about DevOps and you know those kind of related things. And quite often, I think they are of the impression that it's really just for high-tech companies or only software companies, um, you know, things like that. Or they think that it's, you know, a job title or a set of technology or tools or things like that. And really what it is, is it's a philosophy, it's a way of thinking and a way of working uh, that allows organizations to increase their agility um, and operate more efficiently. So it's it's not just, you know, you hire a DevOps person and they come in and they, you know, implement DevOps or they, you know, 
implement a tool or some kind of automation that makes you do DevOps. It's really a way of thinking, a way of working. Um, and it's also not something that you have to do all or nothing. You don't have to be all in on DevOps and like have some giant initiative and spend a lot of money. Uh, I think the key insight that I really want to share is you can start small, uh, read a little bit about it, read about the tenets of DevOps, what it really means, um, you know, what the philosophy is like, how it can change interdepartmental communication within your organization. And once you have a good idea of that, you can start to implement little pieces, uh, you know, one by one, measure the impact of those uh, changes. That's one of the key tenets of DevOps is measuring the impact and looking at what's working, what's not working and adjusting as you go. Um, so start small, doesn't have to be all or nothing, doesn't have to be expensive or complicated. Um, that's, that's really the, the key insight I'd like to share. And of course, that it's not just for high tech, it's really for any company that's using IT in any capacity. Very interesting. So one, one of the takeaways that I, I'm gathering from that is uh, you're, you're taking the idea of road mapping it and going one step further to be able to measure the metrics of the roadmap and make adjustments to be more effective in your roadmap going forward because it's based on data points and data sets that you gather along the route. Does that sound? Yes. I think uh, we call it feedback loops in, in sort of the DevOps world where you're, you're measuring the impact of things and then you're allowing that to actually change your roadmap going forward. So it's kind of a living roadmap. You're, you're implementing, measuring, making changes based on what's working, what's not working, what the data is telling you, um, and kind of creating a, a positive feedback loop where you're able to continuously improve. So we call that continuous improvement. Um, and you can really implement that in any level of an organization, in any department, uh, but you know the DevOps sort of world specifically focuses on the intersection of development and operations when it comes to IT. Very interesting, very interesting. Well, excellent. And our final question of the day, and uh, brings a smile to everybody, is what is your favorite piece of retro technology that gives you a smile? Yeah, so I recently heard that Gigapets are making a comeback during COVID. Uh, I don't know if you remember Gigapets, but I had one as a kid. It's a little, it's a little handheld device, a little like pixelated, little black screen. And basically you have to take care of it. So every so often you have to feed it or uh, clean up after it or things like that. Uh, I believe they were made in Japan originally and then were kind of a craze in the US. And I guess it would have been like the late nineties. Um, but apparently during COVID they're making a comeback. It's comforting for people to have something to you know, take care of and kind of you know, feel a sense of ownership or connection with. So I thought that was really fantastic. Um, and that definitely made me smile. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, if anybody wants to learn a little bit more about you, Caleb, or your business, what is the best way of uh, getting a hold of you or contacting you? Uh, yeah, best way to contact me or learn a little more would be to go to my website, calebfornari.com. Uh, that has links out to the Startups Group company website, um, but my personal website has a blog on there with, where I talk about DevOps things like that. Um, and then it also has a contact form where someone wants to get in touch, they can use that to, uh, to send me an email. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you for the time today and being on our podcast. Uh, I wanted to make sure to let everyone else know that uh, we have two or three new episodes every week uh, on LinkedIn and other places. Again, my name is Jeff. This is the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast. Have a wonderful day and be well.